Susul. Welcome to Under the Plum Bob, the podcast about all things related to the EA Maxis series of games called The Sims. We avoid the real world because it's scary out there, friends, to talk about this made-up one. We are doing to do a lore episode, everybody. It's a lore episode. Very exciting. Yeah, I'm yeah. Caitlin. Who's that? And, I, and I'm Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Oh, are you keeping it together in this quarantine? I escaped the apartment today. And did an outside thing, an outside things. So that was nice. Tell me everything. It was nice out. I was outside for 40 minutes and I could, I got a slight change of color in my skin, which tells me I've been inside probably too much. Wow. Photosynthesis, man. I, um, my friend and I, who we live in the same apartment (gasps) complex, uh, we've been sitting outside and meeting and yesterday we took our respective Nintendo Switches out and played Animal Crossing six feet apart. Aww. Animal so. Crossing is literally the perfect game to have come out when it came out. You can play really with had. your friends in the game. <laughs> I am convinced that in a not so distant future, like phase one was the coronavirus. Phase two, you know, Animal Crossing economy becomes the only economy. And we're all living in, it's like a weird... Uh, Ready Player One scenario where everyone becomes one with Animal Crossing. <laughs> I didn't know there anyway. was an economy in that game. I learned that the other day because they're just oh, like yeah. the price of vegetable of par- something went up. Turnips, turnips. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what they were complaining. I was like, "There's a the prices go up. There's a you have to pay for yeah. things." I thought you just you buy them once a week. Island. You can only buy them once a week and the price fluctuates throughout the week. So you have to kind of like time it and guess and get lucky and sell it at the right time. So you get more money than you spent on the turnips. And it's called the stock market. How I get it. S-T-A-L-K. And the lore, it's a little tangent lore, but if you've played old Animal Crossings, which I haven't, I've only watched like YouTube videos because I love like backstory and stuff. Um, But in the original you know, older versions of the game, it was a boar uh, who would sell them a boar named Joan. You get all these characters in Animal Crossing, and this was a boar named Joan. Um, And it was called the Sow Jones Stock Market. (laughs) I quit. I quit the podcast. I'm going to go. I can't. It's got everything. (laughs) You've got puns. You've got economy. (laughs) You've got virtual tag. It's everything i do now understand why elisha wood was like you got parsnips i'm gonna come over for the parsnips the parsnips or god bless why he was just like i'm just gonna come over and take some of your vegetables is that okay thanks elijah wood you are welcome to my island at any time any day he's a delight my 10 year old crush on him has always been rewarded by him not being a big creeper very excited about that yes oh that's always a win like it's always nice when that happens my childhood weird love did not come out to be like a weird rapist great it's a win today it's a win it's always but you like weird weird deep lore things is that what you said i do i mean me how about lore that nobody's ever heard of because we've heard of our bella goths we've heard of our brandy brokes 
Mm-hmm. We have the Curious Brothers. We've got time travel. We've got a whole bunch of things. Do you know who Princess Cordelia is? What a complicated question, Caitlin. It's time we dive into the very niche, very hipster, <laughs> very you don't know, but I do, all of you plebs. Uh, don't knowing about our listeners, don't come back. No, 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 they can come. <laughs> They're going to join us on this journey about Princess Cordelia Thebe. Now, first and foremost, before we dive into as it relates to The Sims, mm-hmm. uh, Cordelia is my cat's name. She was not named after The Sims Princess Cordelia, rather the one from Buffy. And if you're a Buffy fan, you know that Cordelia Chase is one of the best characters uh, ever written for TV in all of Buffy time. and Angel. Yes, Buffy and Angel. Theories. She did. And she was a princess at one point in the series in Angel. Um, I'll leave the spoilers out. Uh, take a watch for yourself. She was... Uh, I think season three, the weird... No, four. Four was the weird season. Four was the weird season. No, it was actually, I want to say earlier on, there was like a alternate dimension universe uh, they got sucked into, I believe. Oh, right! And then Angel mm-hmm. could actually be outside for two seconds. With, in yeah. The sunlight. Oh. And uh, yeah, she... Uh, I think his name was like Gru or Grunt. She like fell in love with a... Anyway. Go watch it. If you haven't, this is required quarantine education. Watch watch Buffy and Angel. It's worth it. It's good TV. But we're not talking about that, Cordelia. Yes. This is Princess Cordelia Thebe. Uh, she's a sim who her entire lore, you will not... Originally, you couldn't even find her anywhere in The Sims. Her entire story is told in build and buy items in The Sims 4. Mm-hmm. That's where all of this came from. Uh, she now she's in the gallery. She's got a couple of roommates. One is called I think this one's your favorite. Mm-hmm. Long John Buttercups. Uh, Chaz McFeeling or McFeeling if you ignore that A. Rodrigo de Pablo and also Bob the Butler and Matilda the Cook. Max has made them. Uh, so- yeah, I think <laughs> as an answer to the very like fun snippets that they've placed throughout build and buy mode. Um, And and basically princess Cordelia and her story can be traced through different um, items in build and buy mode. Um, I don't know about you. I'm only a build duchess. So when I build, I'm just kind of focused on getting the stuff in the house and on the build. Um, I don't take a ton of time to read the descriptions, (laughs) which is a damn shame because you know those sim gurus, you know those developers, they have a wicked sense of humor, and they are writing some absolute gems in the descriptions for some of these items. Yes. And they're really funny. And they're as funny as the patch notes that we talk about um, in our Social Bunny episodes. Like, there is time put into this. So this is kind Mm -hmm. of, this episode, at least I would like it to be a bit of a love letter to the developers. And and Cordelia, and just the idea of hiding little Easter eggs in a game um, because it just makes that replay value go up. It, you know, gives you some, I don't know, loyalty to characters that you didn't realize you had. So 
Cordelia is said to be a member of the royal house Thebe, uh, and she lost her home in a terrible invasion, survived a kraken attack, and used the kraken's power for her own purposes. It is also said that she enjoyed the company of pirates, possibly implying that the pirates in her household are intended to be her love interests. Bob the butler and Matilda the cook are most likely intended to be her butler and cook uh, of the household, respectively. I would hope um, so. Otherwise, their last names are the butler and the cook. And what else are you supposed to do with your lives if that's your name? I mean, people have last names of cook and butler i isn't there like a famous austin butler didn't he date vanessa hudgens for like a minute yeah i don't know what the kids are doing these days <laughs> anyway yes that would be upsetting if that was your last name if your last name was the butler then that would be melissa you, it's middle name the last yeah. name butler melissa you're melissa the editor now congratulations yep. mm-hmm. of house pc <laughs> <laughs> about um, garage band i don't know what you use audacity house audacity house of adobe oh always adobe premiere it's not an audio editing program but it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> we've had a couple um you know shakespearean era references lately yes. um Cowplant did an episode on uh, Simspear in Love, um, mm-hmm. and that talks about Veronaville from Sims 2, a very lore-filled uh, kind of storyline town. So um, much Shakespeare, so much. Mm-hmm. And depending on when this comes out and when our other episodes come out, editor, uh, delete this if I'm wrong, Cowplant also recently talked about The Sims Medieval, and that's just a jolly good time. I can't wait for you to hear it. But Cordelia as a name, other than Cordelia Chase and Cordelia My Cat, Mm -hmm. um, is also a name from King Lear, which is a Shakespeare play. Um, She ends up marrying the King of France. Sorry, that's a spoiler alert for a 2,000-year-old play. If you Um, cared, you already read it. (laughs) Yeah, this is true. Um, She does not have a good end, end, though. she does not. Yeah, she is hanged at the end of King Lear. So, um, some parallels, maybe, to Princess Cordelia in The Sims. So, where do we wife. see her? Um, we had a discussion uh, before this episode on, you know, how to kind of go through Princess Cordelia's story. And mm-hmm. we do this a lot with lore episodes. Do we go by real world chronological order sims one through four or do we go sims chronology which is three then two then one then four but four is an alternate universe and fun fact we disagree about how because you like the sims chronological and i like release date chronological for the most really but you i mean you're the one who ordered the script and you went uh sims chronology how was that I as asked. a process for you. <laughs> In my brain, I like it. I This is how I also feel about like Star Wars and all that stuff. It's like release mm-hmm. order because that's how they were supposed to come out. Like that's a, if you start going forwards and backwards in time, then it starts some stuff that is them trying to cover their ass is written. sure it, it starts to like, this is the first movie that ever came out. This is the first mm-hmm. thing. Like, I'm using Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... I was going to ask. When you tell someone to watch Star Wars for the first time, do you tell them to do, you know... Start with... Original four, trilogy first? Yeah. Like, yeah. Four, five, six, then one, two, three kind of Eight thing? Or? They're better. The original trilogy's better. But True. 
because it bleeds more into this is what people originally saw. So people originally saw went Sims 1, Sims 2, and then Sims 3, if you put sure. it in Sims chronological order, then becomes the starting point in their origin. And that's, it's, meh. It's, I just, I like that level of speculation. Like, <laughs> it, maybe it wasn't what the developers intended, but I mean, I'm a girl who grew up on Harry Potter and trying to figure out the paths that were laid in the earlier books and how they led to certain actions later in the book. And we, we no longer speak of she who must not be named the author, but yes. um, I think that that was done really well. And oh, her plotting is A plus, I think. Her plotting has sure. always been A plus. Also her pacing has been always mm-hmm. top notch. I mean, the last book, but I have thoughts, but yeah. certainly still better than the movies. That's yeah. end of the day. <sighs> they Screw tried, the man. They tried. They tried, but I'm still to my day. My biggest disappointment with the Harry Potter movies is they could have had so much fun with wizard clothes, and they just opted to make them all have Muggle clothes. And that thank made you me so mad. I was like, you could have had so much fun. You, you could have gone steampunk. You could have done so much, and you just wussed out Nothing. and made them wear sweaters. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Yeah, I just had this this conversation, this very uh, very volatile discussion uh, with my boyfriend about how the the cop out of the third movie where they all wore Muggle clothes is just like that's not mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. best. Like we could be doing so much more here. You had the money. So, you had the Warner Brothers pocketbook. Yeah. You could have done some fun things. Sims chronology. Uh, yeah, but I didn't put it in Sims chronological order because I asked. Yes, and said this was easy. You like this the best, so I did it this way. I mean, and we'll we'll switch it up for the next one because I think that that's it's only fair. But I like to think of long ago in, a, in the Sims world, long ago in the real world too. Sims three um, is like the oldest in the timeline. So mm-hmm. Cr- Princess Cordelia actually appears. Um, Ish. In, her, fam- her family appears. Right. Um, a younger version of her family appears in Sims 3 in a store world called Roaring Heights. Sims 3, you have to buy everything. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, however, as the youngest of four children, Cordelia does not make a canonical appearance. Her three older siblings, Goneril, <laughs> Reagan, and Kent. Goneril, right? Sure. Goneril. That's, Goneril? that's Goneril? a... That, that's from King Lear also. Goneril, Reagan, and Kent are respectively a child, a toddler, and an unborn child at the start of the game. So there are, you Kent know... Kent was King Lear's servant. Oh, okay. Maybe implication of your bastard son, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. It's interesting that they left her out in particular. Maybe that was sort of a catalyst for... Um, I don't know. Maybe this is, yes. these are the episodes where I put on my tinfoil hat. You never know. Maybe it was intentional. Maybe it was people covering their butts. I don't know, but my butt is excited about it. it yes. Cause then in Sims two Cordelia, mm-hmm. there is a Cordelia, but she's not Cordelia Theb, Thebe. She's Cordelia cap, but her, her maiden name was Thebe. So, right. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey, it doesn't quite make sense, but I see you, well, Sims. Alternate universe. Sims 4 is alternate because they mm-hmm. wanted to do that. So, like, <laughs> she is, but she's also dead in Sims 2. 
She mm. was around, married, and then had some children and then died. Well, she was a ghost, right? Yes. So okay. She is the youngest, and she, but she's the mo- mother of Juliet, Tybalt, and Hermia? Mm-hmm. Hermia. Yeah. Oh. So she's their dead mother. Okay, yeah. If you want more info on Veronaville and that whole, uh, you know, muster cluck, um, <laughs> that is in episode 72. I just, I, I think Sims 2 had a lot of richness in that even, even the set pieces, even the details had details. Yes. All of your, all of your dead Sim tombstones in Olive Spectre's uh, backyard. All of them had names, all of them had backstories, all of them had personalities. So like. Even the that, dead mom in the Veronaville mm-hmm. play had a part right. to play in the Shakespeare show. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, she is the youngest child of consort and Contessa Cap, wife of Caliban Cap, and he's the father of Tybalt, Julia, and Hermia, as you mentioned. He's just a big uh, grump. Mm-hmm. Is a Virgo. Yay, Virgo. But a sim with her trait would normally be a Cancer, because I don't know why they like to do this with their pre-made sims, mm-hmm. but they would have... We see it a lot. We yeah. see it a lot in the, in the character NPCs, where... Typically, if you were to go into the game and make your own sim and have those traits, it would be one zodiac sign. But for pre-maids, it was a different one. And we don't know the reason for that. Um, Despite being the youngest in her father's memories in Sims 2, um, the family tree lists her as the oldest, um, which is interesting as we, you know, compare it to Sims 3 and how that, you know, yeah. It, it all could be alternate universes. Who knows? As far as we know, she's like an only child in Sim, like in Sims 4. There's mm-hmm. no reference to any kind of siblings. True. During her lifetime, Cordelia resided in Veronaville, which was available in the base game of Sims 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unknown whether Caliban married her for her wealth or because they loved each other. However, it has been noted that they will usually have a strong chemistry if they are resurrected after nightlife or later is installed. So you can resurrect Sims using Tombstone of Life and Death. Is that and, and there's like a resurrecto thing. Right, 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 right. Okay. From, I think it's an aspiration point. So yeah, that was that was that's the other great part of Sims 2. Your details had details and you were able to like bring them back and play those Sims. Yeah. That strong chemistry, so they would have two or more lightning bolts. And I will say that when I played Sims 2, Romeo and Juliet had one lightning bolt, which is mm-hmm. not enough to start all this drama. <laughs> well, if you've read the play, you know that it was a whole... It was really much ado about nothing, if you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> Tears falling into my Chardonnay. <laughs> Drink your wine. <laughs> Quarantine. <laughs> anyway, um, she was a family sim, but only potty trained Tybalt and Juliet while her husband taught them other toddler skills. I don't actually remember the consequences for not having like a fully developed toddler in you Sims 2. You grow up badly, and growing <laughs> up badly meant you would have less days. So like if oh. the standard is 10, you would have 7 or so. And plus you would start an aspiration to failure. 
which sure. okay. is not a good place to start. It's really hard to claw your way back up because you're just like mad and you don't want to do your sim doesn't want to do anything productive. So you're just like, I guess you'll just sit in front of the TV until you want to do something you actually want to do. All right. Ooh, too real, too real, yeah. <laughs> too real in these times of quarantine and being melting into a couch. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess that's not really a thing anymore. I mean, you get the yeah. the traits and like the, you know, you get more responsibility points or you I don't know. I think no one remember you get a sad moodlet. Okay. Your birthday, like no one celebrates it. But other than that, much fewer consequences in Sims 4 than Sims 2. Yeah, you can be like an, as non-attentive of a parent as you want to be. And there's really no ramifications. Mm-hmm. You just... That's why with the 100 baby challenge actually works because you can get away Truly. with just not doing like ignoring like oh my god 25 percent of those imagine? can you imagine I mean I'm sure people have attempted it God bless those of you who have attempted the 100 baby challenge in <laughs> Sims 2 I can't imagine I cannot imagine a you might run out of townies I don't know how many there might not be a hundred men you'd have to like be breeding in other households too. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, Got that's distracted. a terrifying I, The game would crack, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's the other piece. I wonder I, I like I would love to see how far someone would get. I'm sure there's been a YouTube video of it. If you know of of a YouTuber or of anyone who has done this challenge, let us know. Twitch at- idea, but it couldn't even run my Ooh. my legacy challenge. I started my a legacy mm. challenge in Sims 2. Oh, you did? Bringing it back how to its yeah, how's like, that going so far? It lagged a whole bunch. So either I can't have a buddy on Discord or I can't watch the Twitch stream because I was doing uh, both of those things. It's nicer when two people can watch it. So anyway, Cordelia <laughs> died in a fire along with her husband. There's so many fire deaths in Sims 2. I guess it's only like fire and drowning. Yeah, there weren't too many options back then. Oh, so. and death by flies. That was my favorite mm. Sims 2 death. <laughs> That was a good one to trigger with Tombstone of Life and Death. Uh, I mean, I like still remember that feeling of like, oh, God, it's that weird God complex you get when you play this game. Roxy knows all about what I'm talking about. That's when you sit in front of your your computer screen and you do the thing with your hands where you're just like, Mr. Burns thing, yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm doing it right now. You can hear it. I wonder if this gets picked up on my mic. You did great. That was it. I'm, I'm frightened of you now. But was she a casualty between the Caps and the Montes? Could have been. Could have been. Who started that fire? This is, we all have to speculate. You got to think up these past she, stories. Just a bad cook. Or she didn't have a, a fire alarm. You really needed the fire alarm in Sims 2. Dude, for sure. Ugh. I think, and it's, I mean, maybe this is a larger discussion we can have sometime, but like the behaviors that have, that I have been conditioned to perform even playing Sims 4 today are, are largely based on Sims 2. Like I still always put a smoke detector, like if I'm building something, that smoke detector goes in right away. Cause you die. Like I don't like yeah, I don't, I don't, it's a sign of affection. If there's a fire alarm in your house, Sim, that means I like you. What's your love language? Oh, well, I put the smoke detector in first. Oh, oh my okay. God. You're <laughs> so touching. You're such a nice person. Oh, love is love. 
Um, <laughs> Not the smoke alarm. So after her death, Cordelia's children were taken in by her parents. Both her urn and her mother's urn are at the Cap Manor. So what's the the family makeup of of Juliet's family? Does she live with her grandparents? I don't remember this. Yes, she does. Yeah, so there's like a sad it's so it's the grandpa with these three teenagers. Good lord. That's well, right. Her uh the oldest one is Hermia, I think is a she's an adult. I'm pretty positive. Right. Yep. Yep. But yep, otherwise yep. It's uh, two teenagers. Like what? Uh, oh, baby. No, she's a teen too. They're all teens. He stood no chance. Oh my god. Look, Simsu was dark, okay? It was hella dark. This is the Hell fifth generation in the game. Like, the teenagers were the fifth generation. They made up to five generations to have these teenagers in here. Jeez. Um, I don't know if you have this later in the script, but um, I always like to look at the other languages that uh, the Sims names get translated into. I did not. Cordelia stays pretty consistent throughout, um, but in Dutch, she is changed to Camilla van der Schmatt. Ooh. Um, I'm not surprised mo- these mostly stayed the same because they're just that that entire thing is like this is a reference. Look at our mm-hmm. homes. This is a reference. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Check it out. We put work into this. I see you devs. But like, all right. So there's some weird stuff about Cordelia, right? As per usual, because it's Sims Two, and there's always mm-hmm. just a little little quick tweaky things. It's possible. Okay that Cordelia was supposed to be playable because she was, cre- I guess normally when the games were played, the living Sims were created first and their dead ancestors created after the fact, mm. which is an odd way to go about it, but I don't know how. Well, this is all like known to us from very smart people, smarter than me people digging into the game code and yeah. digging into like how like you can, apparently pick apart this game code and figure out like how the developers actually put these sims in the game but she was created she was part like the third sim ever to be created in veronaville so she might have had a part to play and then was escorted off stage well yeah because the there's the feud between the montes and the caps reminiscent of uh Montagues and Capulets. Whew, whew, I can't believe I got that. Um, in the Shakespeare story. So it's possible that, like, similar to a, um, you know, when you first start with the Goths, you get Cassandra and Don about to get married. Um, it's possible they were, like, setting something up to play out when the player started that was very dramatic. Like, what if they had, like, the parents' death? Oh, and actually, that kind of goes with the next little tidbit with, well, Consort's memories place her death before the birth of her nephew, Hal. Her sister's memory plays her death soon before the birth of her her niece, Ariel. Judging by her namesake sign and her mother's bio, she might have actually been against the feud in the families. So she might have tried to have been the peacekeeper. That's so sad. And then she was struck down. By a random fire that, of course, well, she, nobody did on purpose. She's she's a family sim. She just wants people to get along. She's a family sim, but she has a hidden romance aspiration token. I mean, I just chalk that up to Shakespeare, man. You got to have a little, little, little sexy time. Little affair the- on the side. It was the times. Yeah. And I mean, her romance aspiration could have been 
she could have only had eyes for consort. Because um, you can also, in Sims 2, you can get a secondary aspiration. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, remember that? Jeez. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she was uh, 29 days away from being an elder when she died. This is according to Sim PE. Which helps with the being the youngest kid right. thing. Mm-hmm. And with more inconsistencies, even though the thumbnail shows her with brown eyes, her eyes are actually gray. The most uh, recessive gene in The Sims 2 world. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... You could call it her backstory. You could call it the origin story. I mean, this was really just my way of getting to talk about Veronaville because I wasn't on that episode. <laughs> and it's such a, like, that whole storyline is just a delight. Um, and ends up different which house you start in. Fun fact. Oh, absolutely. Which is, I mean, do you have a, a place that you usually started? I didn't play, like, that town has the most uh, empty houses, I think, out of the mm-hmm. three starter places. But I was. Trying, I was testing out cheats, I think for this podcast, <laughs> and I went into, I didn't want to, I was, Pleasant View, I want, I might be, I might want to try to do my whole playthrough thing again, so I avoided that, and I went into, I was like, I'll go into Veronaville, and well, I just took, fuck up Veronaville, it's fine. <laughs> what Who cares? The fam, the big, the family that they have the fairy wings, what's that family? I don't remember. It's Midsummer Night's Dream is yes. what it's based on. If you so start I, in that probably house, like two clicks away. That house, like, there's a party happening and like all the teenagers are there, and there's literally, if you just mm-hmm. let it play out, uh, somebody will have a romantic and in- uh, in- um, someone will have a romantic moment with somebody, and then somebody else gets mad, and then a fight breaks loose within <laughs> a minute of you starting that house. So hopefully you were paying attention to The Sims and not just checking out the house out because Yeah. And it's a big house too. Yes. But everyone's oh, it's in a the big gorgeous house. Yeah. Oh, it, I'm well, like my <laughs> blood pressure is rising from thinking about like going back and playing any of those houses in Sims 2. I would usually I would start either with that house or uh, the caps. Um, I think her outfit back then was like so iconic it was like the ugg boots and the denim skirt yeah which and the, like the halter top oh uh, i'm italian kissing right now you can't see but mwah, it was oh that was 2005 for me mm-hmm. like that that's what it is so we're gonna shift gears here a little bit because what becomes of Cordelia Cap, Cordelia Thebe. Maybe they're not even really the same person, but, you know. Forget everything we just told you. <laughs> forget it all. Um, Sims 4, as we know, is an alternate universe. So the de- developers likely took inspiration from a past character that maybe, you know, they had put some time into and said, well, we want to pay homage to this piece of writing that we, you know, put some work into, but that never really got to see the light of day. So, Princess Cordelia, as the name, actually appears in a bunch of furniture in The Sims 4. It's like a whole series of furniture. Um, And you learn more about this Princess Cordelia's backstory through the descriptions that are written in the furniture and the items in build and buy mode. Her backstory is very elaborate um, and appears to be similar or kind of like maybe just like an inside joke among the developers. I feel like that's how it started, just based yeah. on 
the background <laughs> and like the stories i mean i feel like i mean i might come across as like tinfoil hat like it all means something but i just i'm a fan of speculating and like even if it is an inside joke i still love that i still love that inside baseball moment of like hey princess cordelia we haven't talked about her in a while you think people will freak out if we throw her into the sims 4 maybe <laughs> i do i am i like the i'm also a big fan of like this started out as a uh, I started out as a joke, but then it becomes canon situation of the whole. Yes. Like, there's a um, a community joke. There's there's a show called Community. It's a good show, <laughs> but they meant they said the Beetlejuice twice on the show, and they realized they were saying Beetlejuice for the third time. <laughs> so during the course of that show, once they realized they were doing it and they double checked it, they had a guy in a Beetlejuice costume walk by during that. <gasps> And it was oh just that God. they had noticed that they had done it twice. And since it's the third time, and then it just had, just in the background, like you have to be paying attention for it. And it's just because they're like, oh, yeah, this is the time. Let's just do it. Just throw it in. Attention to detail, man. That's the stuff I love. I really do. Um, it, we lose some of the, the content about Cordelia's parents and siblings and lineage in that way. However, Due to her retaining the title of princess, it's very likely that she does have a living parent or grandparent that is of some kind of monarch status. Do, so, if you're a niece to the king or queen, are you a princess? The niece of the king or the queen. Or American. Uh, I don't know how this <laughs> I don't know. So, you're the one who got me into six, which for uh. the listeners out there who are not of the, of the uninitiated, um, that's a almost Broadway show about the six wives of Henry VIII. And because, or maybe not because, I really like that show. It's so You, good. Caitlin, got me into that show. So um, good. And on that Spotify. show is on Spotify. Check it out. They're all super talented. Um, but that show and Hamilton, I think I just really like depictions of historical uh, events and then in a they always, well, and they always no matter what it is I always then go and dig deeper into what that actual thing was like after like I remember that night you sent me well <laughs> when you introduced <laughs> I didn't send you anything you didn't send me shit um <laughs> When you first introduced me to that show, I remember listening to the entire soundtrack on repeat enough so that I could sing it in the shower. And I still do. It's every single song is a great song. But I remember pulling up on my phone, like the, you know, War of the Roses and like the Tudor, like family tree. It's fucked, by the way. Well, the War of the Roses was actually... For Game of Thrones, some of the early Tudor, the stuff before Henry VIII, some of the early stuff, like the Red Wedding, was based off of an based off of a historical thing that was mm-hmm. pulled from and used in fiction. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it really all, happened. It's all nuts. It's all crazy. And like, I didn't know until I knew before I had watched the Tudor. I would also recommend the Tudors if you like Six. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalie Dormer plays Anne Boleyn, so that's mm-hmm. yes. Uh, but it's I didn't know till much later in life that well earlier than now. But I was in my early twenties when I found out Queen Elizabeth the first was Anne Boleyn's daughter, and mm-hmm. my brain went, "Oh no wonder she never married." If your dad is Henry the Eighth, you're never going to get married. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're not like men's. I mean, (laughs) there was a lot going on there for sure. I mean, also politically, but if your dad is Henry VIII, are you getting married ever? No, no. Especially since she wasn't like the first choice for succession either. She was like third on the list. Her brother, her brother died and then Mary had to get ousted and then, and then Queen Elizabeth came in. Yeah. Um, I would recommend Mary Queen of Scots, the movie, uh, for anyone interested in that piece of history, too. It's just... If anyone wants to send me, like, a period drama, I don't care how accurate or inaccurate it is. I'm kind of just a slut for period costume drama stuff. I will watch it. Like, I put Rain on my to-watch list because my friend was like, Mm -hmm. well, it's not, like, accurate. I was like, no, no, no. I'm watching for the drama and the costumes. Like, I know. I will look up what actually happened later, but I want... Because it all stems for something that really happened it's just being adapted in a way that i can consume it and enjoy it and that's i think like the biggest miss of like history classes like it's so dry and like factual and it's like but let's like use our imaginations here and apply it in a way that would you know make sense in the modern world i don't know you sent me that link for um Catherine the Great, and I'm, oh, I'm really so excited, excited about that one. That should mm-hmm. be out by the time this comes out. I probably will have, I, it's skipping, because I have a giant list of television shows. I'm dutifully just working my way down. That one's <laughs> skipping ahead, because I'm so excited. Russia history is bonkers, and this seems to be treating totally. it with uh, the appropriate amount of, this is not so pants, but serious, because Russia. Right. Yeah. But, like, why not inject some comedy into it? Because even though it's not something that would have been funny back then, it's reflecting Mm -hmm. what was comedic and ironic about those circumstances then and bringing it forward in time and making it digestible now. So I'm a fan. I I love it. I I love... um, And it's more episodes are our favorite. It's true. We can't all have Krakens happening in our lives, but... We could, but though. Princess Cordelia can. Let's let's talk about her in Sims Four era. How how do we know Princess Cordelia if you're if you're new to Sims if you haven't been playing for years and years if you opened up Sims Four for the first time like where where does one encounter Princess Cordelia? First? She's hidden. She's hidden mm-hmm. because right now you can actually find her in the gallery, but that's not where she showed up first. She didn't show up into the gallery until. About six months ago. Very recent. Mm-hmm. Originally, she was in build items uh, that are something called the Queen Anne style, which we looked up because I didn't exactly know what that meant. You can actually search <laughs> Cordelia's. If you search the name in the little search bar, if you search Cordelia or any of the uh, names of her other companions, so Long John Buttercups or Chaz McFeeling, they will come up and you can find items that way. And it'll start, there'll be little tidbits of her story in each item, which is put together, you can make her story up. Mm-hmm. I, in order to figure out what that meant, I went to, I opened up Sims 4 and I searched, I went to the build by items for the first time in a while. And I typed in Cordelia and the Princess Cordelia Vaz showed up. It's 330 simoleons. And it read... Like most royalty, Princess Cordelia enjoyed structural clothing and often sported a bustle and corset. This delighted her first pirate boyfriend, Long John Buttercups, perhaps a little <laughs> bit too much. This vase is actually based on par- a parting gift she gave upon dumping him, lest he forget her curves and thorns. 
We've learned a lot about Cordelia in this sentence. <laughs> That's it. I am I am using that in my vocabulary from now on. Lest you forget my curves and thorns. We've learned she likes <laughs> she likes a good bodice. She's polite as fuck. She will give a parting gift, and she also had multiple pirate boyfriends. This is one. Yeah. <laughs> this is one item. <laughs> one. Oh my god! Also, All right, lest he forget her curves and thorns is a hell of a line. Let that be. Less- oh. That's in the lexicon. That's that's lest ye forget my curves and thorns. If you want to find it in your game, as Caitlin said, you can just type in Princess Cordelia, and a bunch of content related to her story will come up. Um, but there are some other names you can look for. Let's oh, let's go yeah. through her um, her cast of characters because so these hidden Easter eggs are littered throughout. Um, you know, content in The Sims Four. Eventually, Max has said, "You know, we're just gonna lift the veil here. Here's a." a household with all of these characters that we reference in this game throughout. We'll start with Cordelia. So it's Cordelia. There's, yeah, there's Cordelia theme. She's a young adult. She's got blonde hair, violet eyes. Cause she's a protagonist in the story. Uh, <laughs> her traits are a child of the ocean, music lover, creative and alluring. And her aspiration is a serial romantic. Yes. You also, your yeah. boyfriend. <laughs> so my favorite, I mean, here for Princess Cordelia, for sure. But when you name a Sim Long John Buttercups, there's just a lot to unpack there. Um, he's a young adult. He's got black hair and brown eyes. Uh, his traits are slob, romantic, goofball, and alluring. Your basic uh, Jack Sparrow, mm-hmm. uh, you know... It's not it's not a trifecta because there are four different things, but it's it, it's your starter pack, your mm-hmm. your pirate starter pack. His aspiration is soulmate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there's Chaz Mc, Mac. It's Chaz Mac feeling, right? Because that A mm-hmm. is in there. Chaz yes. Mac feeling. Young adult, brown hair, hazel eyes. He's self-absorbed, self-assured, neat and gregarious. And his aspiration is leader of the pack. He sounds like an asshat. Just. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like someone i want to talk to (laughs) well so this is interesting to me because it's so it's actually chaz mcfreeling so f-r-e-e-l-i-n-g is there an r in there that i'm not there's an r in there um and i googled it just to double check and i came up with chaz mcfreely chaz mcfreely is a sim in the my sims series so I'm sure we're going to do an episode at some point about My Sims. It was a game that was kind of a companion game to The Sims. It was usually released on like console and like different, but it, you know the look. There are these like little mini figures of Sims. Um, and I really don't know a ton about the games, but uh, it's yeah. always interesting. You know what I'm talking about? So Chaz McFree Lee was also... Had a huge ego, acts cocky toward other Sims, bullies other Sims. He hates um, geeky Sims. Oof. Hates geeky Sims. <laughs> so he's, and he's like a cool guy with like red spiky hair. Uh, Chaz McFreeling does not look like that, but he's I think. He's got a monocle. Yeah. So it actually says on, under trivia on Mac, Chaz McFreeling's page that it may 
that his name may be a reference to Chaz McFreely, a recurring character in My Sims. So we got a lot of cross-pollination here. I feel I'm like not mad sometimes at they go, I want, they have like their favorite random sim that they some game developer made and they want other people to also like that random sim that they totally. made. Like, to start peppering in little places. Like some Look, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Uh, you know, you write your character. They spend all these time. They They all spend so much time creating these characters, putting their stories out there. Um, you know, it could be that there's more to these Sims than we even know. That's why I'm always like digging deeper and looking for the deeper meaning. At least he's neat. He's self-absorbed <laughs> and self-assured, but he is neat. He's which... got to look good. Everything's got to be in place. Respect, man. Respect. Then you've got Rodrigo de Pablo. He's a young adult with brown hair and blue eyes. His traits are clumsy, paranoid, good, and alluring. His aspiration is also soulmate, much like Long John Buttercups. He sounds these are some, nice. <laughs> these are some feisty-ass pirates. I mean, <laughs> I, I might have to download this household, because this looks like a reality show in the making. Mm-hmm. And then she has, don't worry, she has people to help her. Mm. Princess Cordelia doesn't cook or clean up after herself, please. She's busy. Uh, so there's Bob the butler. He's young adult, red hair, blue eyes. His traits are materialistic, snob, neat, and business savvy, and his aspiration is mansion baron. So Cordelia better lock the safe. Just saying. <laughs> just, just in case. <laughs> And then there's Matilda the cook. She's an elder. She's got gray hair, blue eyes. She's a foodie, music lover, perfectionist. And she has essence of flavor because she wants to be a master chef. And I will say, because I I did download this just to, like, poke around. Mm -hmm. Every single one of, like, you know how sometimes we go to a Maxis Made Sim and you get to the party Mm -hmm. outfit and you're like, you did not care about this. (laughs) Somebody did not go through and, like, pick good outfits for you. <laughs> this is not the case for these guys. Every single outfit choice was a gem. And mm. even, I think I sent you guys one picture because, like, Cordelia, her athletic outfit, I was looking at it going, why does she have, like, these thigh, like, these thigh-high boots? And why, why does she, oh, my God, she's a princess and a rich girl. It's a horseback riding outfit. Holy crap, like her workout gear is for when she goes horseback riding with father. Like the fox hunt is today, father. Where is my my riding boots? The consistency. I respect it. Now we just need horses in the game. Hashtag horses for vanity. Um also if you do download this pack, they use most of the packs, if not all of them. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of shocked when I went through and like they did this recently because there's some newer stuff that some of them are wearing. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just says to me that these are characters, this group that the developers really care about. Mm -hmm. Um, The description of the household is 
what simple description could attempt to summarize the extraordinary life of Princess Cordelia, of royal house Thebe, a poetic soul who enjoyed the ocean, the company of pirate suitors, painting, <laughs> jazz, carpentry, and adventure, yet lost the home she so loved in a terrible invasion, as we said. A woman who not only survived a kraken attack, but used its power for her own purposes. Few sims can rival her story. What? Um, hashtag matches create. Hashtag Princess Cordelia. Hashtag. I'll stop. All of all of her boys are hashtagged. So if you if you search the names of really anyone in this household, you'll get uh, this family. Yes. Um, we named a couple fun facts. Tell us tell us some more that you might not know about Princess Cordelia. Yes, these are some things that we learned before we get dive full into her story. Uh, she has a great love for jazz. She loves the piano. She did have her own band with a saxophone player named Jacob Goldentips and a ba- bass player named Martin Maxwell. She adored tea. Princes would come from all over to have tea with her, but she preferred the company of pirate captains. Mm. She's allergic to cats. Oh. She loves the ocean, and scallops, rice, and garlic are her favorite. Oh my God, same. Uh, her first pirate boyfriend cooked for her. Oh my God, so same. Long John can cook <laughs> as well. Yes. Looks were important to Cordelia and would often wear a bustle and corset with her hair up and a jeweled headdress because she fancy. She fancy. She is absolutely top hat level. And she had maids and gardeners and furniture artisans and astronomers along with Bob the butler and Matilda the cook. So how do we know these things? Like these are snippets pulled from where? Build by items. You just have to all over the place. The allergic to cats, does that come in? Is she one of the ghosts that haunts the, the lighthouse? No, it's mentioned that there were a lot of cats in the city in some uh, one of the paintings. Got it. And it made her sneeze. Oh. Um, speaking of build by objects, I think Bob the butler. He has a statue. Uh, mm-hmm. That butler statue. He's like holding his tray. His hair looks amazing on that statue. It's nice. His hair does not look as good on the sim itself. No. Cordelia did a good job. You want your statue to look better than you. Totally. Totally. So when people see you, they go, oh, that's you. We are commissioning the finest. Um, (laughs) No, Cordelia did that. She sculpted Yeah, that's what I mean. Ah, that's right. She was very well-rounded. So this information on Cordelia's palace, is this also like pulled from build by descriptions yes i don't know which items but we pulled from the wiki unveil the we, curtain but we did we pulled from the wiki and there's also a, a youtube video that we will link to uh we kind of skipped over it from before but basically uh sim facts is a series that the youtuber krill sims 3 it's spelled c-h-r-i-l-l-s-i-m-s-3 puts out this actually this video is actually from 2016 but this user still uh makes a lot of content sims related basically created a a video pulling all of the content together from all of the pieces so you don't have to uh and so we (laughs) didn't have to so big thanks big thanks to simfax for that so Princess Cordelia lived in a grand palace that was at the coast of a vast kingdom. 
It is not mentioned where this kingdom is located exactly. However, there is a painting of Princess Cordelia's studio uh, that shows a view of seaside buildings and a beautiful town. So it is possible that the kingdom is located near the coast. We do have a picture of this is one of the things that the picture made it into the script thingy. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't that look like where Ariel kind of washed on shore <gasps> to where like, like Eric's castle? Oh my thing? god, it does. Like down to that like big tall staircase. Yeah, it looks like which could possibly possibly be Greece. Question yeah, mark. like Greece or like Amalfi Coast, a place I've never been but I've heard is lovely. I saw Mother yeah, it's very it's Greece. It's very Mediterranean. It yeah. It's, I love. Because that was the first I saw this picture and I was like, Ariel came washed up from here. <laughs> uh, it is mentioned that the residents of this kingdom dressed quite formally, with the women wearing long dresses and the men wearing top hats. Hmm, it's somebody's the Medi- got the Mediterranean, they must have been boiling. Must have been so warm. Yeah, that sounds awful. I mean, we know Sims deal with temperatures differently than, than we do. I mean... They don't handle you know, it. We could just say it's a, a summer outfit, and they'd be like, okay. Yeah, we'll do it. it. Top hat? I'll take it. Cordelia does mention... And where is this mentioned? It must be in like a... So it is mentioned in one of the item descriptions that there are a lot of cats living throughout this kingdom. Uh, she does not like cats because they make her sneeze, as we mentioned. Um, her royal house is adorned with vases of beautiful flowers. Uh, Cordelia enjoyed painting pictures of them. She's well-educated, and she had hundreds of books in the palace library. I'm getting, like, a Belle vibe also, in addition to Ariel here. Very interesting. <laughs> she had a her own painting studio filled with her many paintings and sculptures. Um, she even had her own private submersible, the Epsilon. What is a private submersible like a submarine i think that's what it's supposed to be i don't know why they can't say submarine i i love it i think it's extra as hell i think that (laughs) this is i mean again and it probably sounds like i'm trying to make this make sense but i mean i am but that's fun for me (laughs) like this is sims world like maybe they're like queen anne era Victorian, but they also have submarines. Like, we've got, like, a steampunk vibe going on. So you know how, like, in Batman the Animated Series, they had blimps for no good reason? That's why I imagine yes. the submersible thing. Yes. <laughs> for no good reason, we have submarines, but we're going to call them also submersibles. You know, in real life, no real reason for blimps. No. No. Think about it. Yeah. What are they for? Nothing. Why? There are many more efficient ways of air travel. Many. But I want to travel with a whole bunch of hot air slowly. You want to travel with hot air, you get me next to you on an airplane <laughs> seat. I'm just saying. Just Don't laugh at that. Slowly move towards. <laughs> I, I was yelling at my boyfriend. You are permitted to laugh. He's not. What ended up happening with uh, Princess Cordelia? Are you ready? It's time for the Great Sloth Invasion. Oh, God. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) A disaster struck Cordelia's kingdom and it forced the residents to evacuate. Those who did not perished through the invading giant sloths. Think about that. Think about how bad the sloths would have to, like how big and how bad it would have to be for sloths 
to be the reason you evacuated. They don't move fast. I was going to say, like, how terrifying could they be? They move very slow. What if it's like a six foot sloth? Holy sh- Oh, God. What if Have you like- ever seen 50 six feet sloths? Have you ever seen, like, the video of, like, how fast they can actually move and how terrifying they are when they move very quickly? No. Yeah, there's, like, a video of, like, a sloth running, and it looks terrifying. Weird, like, all animals animals Mm -hmm. are special, but sloths are weird looking. Shout out to Leaf from Animal Crossing. So, because the giant, imagine, they're they're six feet sloths. We're just going to say that. (laughs) And there was 50 of them. invading her city so cordelia was able to escape in time and she took everything she could carry into her submersible along with her pirate boyfriend captain long john buttercups because why would you leave him behind of course and his crew and all of her staff and her palace including the furniture artisans and despite having 48 rooms in her submersible how how what (laughs) how (laughs) How big is the submersible? Oh my god. It is a a submarine mansion. I just... How big was the dock? How big was the room that you stored this in? Okay. Headcanon time. Ready? Yeah. It is the... The, um... The kingdom that Ariel and Eric (laughs) resided in. We know from Disney lore that they had a child named Melody. Okay, stay with me. Mm -hmm. And I want to say, and so for those of you, the uninitiated, again, there's a sequel to The Little Mermaid. There's a prequel too. That's worth talking about, but we'll do it another time. Oh yeah, where Ariel looks exactly like her mom and like, fuck those other people. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, jeans. Not going to happen today. 13 other children who look like nobody. Uh, seven other children because they're the seven seas. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I get it. And her mother's and her mother was the Dead Sea. Anyway, uh, spoiler <laughs> oh, alert. God. Oh no, that's a joke I stole off Tumblr. I can't take credit for that. So Tumblr's funny me- sometimes. All right. So at the end of the movie, kind of a spoiler alert, but not really. Melody, the child of Ariel and Eric, meets a blonde mer boy. I think oh, it's either yeah. like a. So what I'm saying is, Mermaid we can get. Oh, I Princess see. Cordelia Thebe is the granddaughter of, of Ariel? Eric and Ariel from The Little Mermaid, and she has a submarine because she's friends with mermaids. She's related to mermaids. So with the technology of the human world and the marine knowledge of the mermaid world, stay with me. They became able to build a 48 room submersible and because like she's not they're out of sea witches because they went through ursula they went through a very ursula sister which was very skinny skinny Mm -hmm. ursula and then (laughs) but they like no more sea witches they learned their lesson we're not going to keep making wishes to get fins or not get fins Mm -hmm. we're just gonna the technology we have the technology so that's why they did it but even but 48 rooms is not enough for Cartelia and no. all of her staff. So say goodbye to the jazz band uh-huh. and the butler and the personal chef. Matilda and Bob? I know. Like, oh, God. 
That's why the statue got built. She was saying goodbye to Bob and he got the statue. She's like, look, I made you have good hair. Look. She she does have a way with parting gifts. How long did she know she was going to let them go that she had time to make a statue? Well, she had a really long time because, again, sloths, they move really slow. They <laughs> had a whole like like town planning meeting where they sat down. They're like, all right, we have about four years until the giant sloths reach our town because they move very slowly. <laughs> Let's get an exit plan together. We're going to evacuate. All of us are going in the submersible. Matilda, Bob, you're fired. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm going to make you a statue. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Babe, are you like panic sculpting right now? It's how I relax. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I I also made forty eight paintings last night for one for every room of the submersible. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I do know the jazz band. Okay, so the jazz band. Yeah. They like the picture of there's paintings of a guy with a saxophone. Oh that's yeah, a princess, that's a Princess Cordelia original. So. Uh, for to recommend her jazz band, which I I use those pictures all the time. I do too. That was the huh. first item listed that like, oh yeah, this item was also a Cordelia thing. And I was like, I used that one. I know which item that is. I know him. I know him. I use them all the time. Amazing. So who knows where they dropped off the boat? Did they leave them as sacrifices to the sloths? Or who's to say? Also, they what are, are one with the sloths now. What do you do with a gift of a statue of yourself? <laughs> what do you do with it? <laughs> Especially in a time where you need to escape. Like, <laughs> I can't take this with me. I mean, thanks. Uh, <sighs> God bless. God bless. Let's talk about these boys, shall we? Yes. So being a princess, Cordelia was regularly in the company of various princes, but she was way more interested in pirates. She, she had a little bad girl in her. Um, throughout her life, she dated three pirate captains. The first was Captain Long John Buttercups, the best name in Sims history. He's got the a thing beard. Is, he has a beard. He has buttercups. I mean, what more do you need? Um, probably like a black a beard motif. Oh, he does. He needs a shower for sure. Um, Things did not work out with them. Uh, he was a little too fond of Cordelia's corset, and he was very unhygienic. As we noted, he has a slob trait. Um, even after Cordelia desig- designed him a sink. <laughs> so he was so nasty that Cordelia said, babe, <laughs> I'm going to make you a sink. And this is your sink and it has your name on it. So please wash your freaking hands. Ah, oh, episode reminder. Wash your hands, everybody. Disgusting. Disgusting. Ugh. Well, after that tryst, she met the handsome and well-groomed yet unbearably vain Captain Chaz McFreeling. Uh, She quickly tired of his narcissism and obsessive mirror looking and broke things off with him. After that, why after someone who literally couldn't take a shower, you went to somebody who was impeccable, like impeccably dressed. You're like, yes, good. You see, this is what a shower does. Look it. She she kind of like went to the opposite side of the spectrum there. Um, her third boyfriend was the clumsy Captain Rodrigo de Pablo, who was always getting himself hurt whilst aboard the Epsilon, uh, including burning his feet. Can I tell this part, the next part? So I guess Cordelia gave him a peg leg because he burned his feet. But one time when they were sitting together by a fire, his peg leg caught on fire. 
Oh, my God. And on Cordelia's ottoman, it states, at least he never suffered a broken heart. This means it's possible Rodrigo was killed from this incident. It's a shame that he seemed to be Cordelia's favorite boyfriend. I mean, that's one interpretation of it. I see at least he never suffered a broken heart. Like, maybe he broke up with her. But or, or maybe they stayed together. It- maybe maybe they were, they were OTP. I don't know that he necessarily died from <laughs> getting his peg leg caught on fire. A sentence I never thought I'd say in my life, but here we are. So each one had a plate to commemorate their parrot. However, each time Cordelia broke up with the pirate, she was stuck with the plate. So then she just had a collection of to my beloved crackers. I mean, like, that's kind of lovely. Like, art to commemorate each of your ex's pets. (laughs) Why didn't you just give it back? Like, how, like, just along with the vase, be like, also, you probably want this more than I do because it's not my parrot. Well, you know how guys are. They're like, uh, no, you can keep the plate. Like, I worked on this. I made this for you. No, that's okay. But I don't want it. it. Okay, goddammit. I didn't ask ask you to do that. Okay, Long John. Like, we get it. Just throw it in the... Just go into my submersible, then. Yeah. Guess we'll just ship you out on a lifeboat. Jeez. God, life on a submarine must have been tough. They're so tough. And also because Cordelia loved the outdoors. Oh, <laughs> she's stuck underwater hiding from sloths and she loves the outdoors. So she can't actually go outside. She, uh, she spent a lot of her time in her workshop designing pieces of furniture inspired by her life experiences on the sea and her life before that. Um, most of her furniture artisans who actually crafted the pieces uh most of them were drawn from elements of the ocean and from creatures that she saw through the submersibles windows so the stuff that comes up with cordelia's name is a weird combination of weird semi-victorian the queen anne style Mm -hmm. and then also pirates (laughs) (laughs) it's a it's weird items that get picked to be have the cordelia stamp on them she she was a world traveler. She had many, many uh, styles attributed just, to her. Yeah, you can't put her just in one box. She's Princess Cordelia. She is her own box of things. Yeah. She was also a big fan of sitting at her desk and dreamily writing about her pirate boyfriends in her journal. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, What's-His-Face was very uh, narcissistic, but he was pretty, so. Yeah. So much That's what they say about me, too. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> God, and this next bullet point I can relate to because I don't know what time it is at any given moment because we're stuck inside for quarantine. You know what she did when she wanted to figure out what time it was? What did she do? She designed a clock, um, which is badass, but she didn't really know if it was daytime or nighttime. She just... Uh, fed the clock to the kraken Um, Kraken. she's got this mythical creature friend the kraken uh it regularly attacked her ship with fire i did not know krakens could do that they can also i have so you were when we were doing the curious brother episode you were listening Mm -hmm. to our episode and we there were some weird fish things that kept coming up in that episode Hmm. Do you remember? Would you maybe say that they were 
fishy. They were ah. Oh. <laughs> She's gone. She just walked <laughs> out the door. She's done. You know I'm out of alcohol. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> but there were just I'm- a lot of like this person had fish feet and this person always smelled of fish and sushi and Mm. and we were like you know what maybe so-and-so's grandparent was actually like a squid or a kraken (gasps) maybe this is the kraken maybe cordelia fell in love with the kraken and also it just hit me that throwing a clock into the thing that keeps attacking your boat is an obvious reference to the captain hook Oh, it just hit me. I was like, what is that? Rem- <sighs> That's a good ass reference. I like it. She she also um, was very handy. And since this particular mythical kraken could spit fire, apparently, that's not really congruent with what we know of like classical mythical uh, kraken. Ooh, apparently it could spit fire. Uh, <laughs> and she used that heat to fire a porcelain bathtub that she designed she's like hey hey fish boy come here for a sec (laughs) come here come here come and get me and she i guess just like held up the bathtub and uh as a kiln just with her mind i'm imagining she just was like she asked the bathtub to go over there politely and the bathtub went yes ma'am just i mean Cordelia, she traveled the world in her submersible. She would just sell her furniture uh, at any port that they would dock at to come up for her food or supplies. Um, and she would just spin that globe that sat in her room. And wherever it landed, she would pick a spot and say, let's go. I can't even imagine. Like, it sucks she can't ever go home. But yeah. where do I want to go today? Oh, I guess I'm going to Italy. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's never mentioned that she returned to her fallen kingdom or not. Mm-hmm. But it did note that um, she loved the winter. So she would ask the um, the captain of her submersible to uh, go to the surface in the wintertime so she could watch the cold water dripping from the icicles frozen to the hull. That's nice. Do you think she had an affair with that captain? Probably. Submersible? Does that mean? Probably. That makes four, five, including... Five, including the Kraken boyfriends. And who knows? Maybe like the, it's like the whole pulling your pigtails things for, but it's Kraken. So it's just breathing fire on her. I'm assuming giant metal ship. Here's the thing. Here's with, the bottom line. Um, with mermaid she, enhancements. She does what she wants. True. And that's all that matters. I want her life. I think, isn't it her showing up in University of Rochester? Isn't it that what, for you, isn't that what made you like be like, who is this Princess Cordelia? Um, I, I had seen the YouTube video before. Oh, okay. So that, that was my first taste of it. I think I was looking for like Sims lore and she came up. So Boy, the, the, find a, a hidden gem in. I dug deep, I dug deep and I found a good one. But if these are interesting to you, listeners there's a lot more that we could pick apart there's the von haunt estate that i've always been really (laughs) interested in um all all kinds of bits and bobs and you know across the games that you know we love to find little uh hidden connections i i still stand by the disney tie-in i don't care what anybody thinks i think cordelia thebe is a descendant of ariel and eric yes somewhere something else and i was like there's a disney hidden disney thing in this i knew about the baby yoda 
Is there Disney? It all ties back to Disney. It all, it goes all the way to the top. In fact, Disney owns us. No, they don't. We would be they own me. I, yeah, they own my heart and soul. They own me, and if you tweeted on uh, May the 4th, then they own your tweet, so. Did I you see that whole story? Oh, will I? <laughs> I've just seen the babe, the thing of, make sure when you go to bed on May the 3rd that you leave cookies out for baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love if he appeared on May the 4th. That'd be delightful. <laughs> Everybody gets a little Hi. baby Yoda. That was the benefit Please. of that purchase is we all get baby Yoda now. So this is, this is a, a long episode, but we hope that you enjoy it uh, as you enjoy quarantine as we all are. Or maybe by the time you're listening to this, you're back outside. We say you're it every time. We hope it's true. If we say it enough, at one point, one of these episodes will be correct. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're out. We're out of the house. They've let, they've, they've opened the doors. The virus has progressed. Some of us are zombies now. It's fine. You know, you're still listening to this podcast. So I'm hopefully drunk on a tube somewhere. Just going out of river. Amen. Well, shall we jump into our, our segments? Yeah. You mean what's up, gal? <laughs> what's up, gal? Uh, I'll take this first one so you okay. can take the second one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't deal well with talking about myself. That's you not true. <laughs> I always talk about myself. <laughs> So our segment, What's Up Gal, is where we uh, shout out some featured content on the gallery. Sometimes it's stuff that we find that we really like. Sometimes we give a little shout out to the ones that we know and love. Um, In particular, uh, we have a household from a username nerd-d-boy13. That's the lovable Dom, our console expert. Uh, He uploaded a uh, Alice household from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, She's got a perfectly purple Cheshire cat. It is really cute. Love Uh, it. For Lot, um, someone named Melissa J9. Okay. Who dis? Say hi, Melissa. This is your build. It me. I'm a build duchess. You uploaded your Truman house. We're prepping for a challenge that involves the Truman show. And you uploaded the Truman's house. And I love it so much. I downloaded it to use. And it's so cute. It's a fun house. I mean, it's like a weird, it, it's more like 70s, I guess, than 50. Anyway, I, I looked up old blueprints and it's like the first build that I did that I actually like stuck to a blueprint. So it and was, maybe that's why it looks so nice. <laughs> it looks so nice. I love all, like, the colors work super well for, like, I do think it works well for the era you were getting for. Although for the, the first five minutes into me playing your lot, a fire started. <laughs> well, I believe listen. It's not you. So. Apparently, I didn't remember to put the smoke alarm in that time. So. <laughs> but it's really, and you even put the, um, included on the lots, the little drone guy to be constantly filming. Mm-hmm. And then there's the basement below is like a hidden area where they could be secretly viewing Truman and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. That's not part of the challenge as it is posted, but I'm I'm going a little rogue and adding some elements of my own, as I am wont to do. See the uh, 1% challenge episode. <laughs> I really like it. Now I'm using it. Thanks. Uh, we've also got a room upload from user Jade, J-A-D-E-506. That's our beloved Ava from Team Cowplant. Um, she participated in Maxis's trending hashtag WFH room build, work from home room build. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, 
build your current workspace if you're working from home or your dream workspace if you're working from home. But basically, it kind of ties in with our freelancer and tiny living themes maybe in, you know, cramming your workspace into your living space, which Mm -hmm. many of us have had to do lately. Yeah. Um, Ava's upload is titled Memories of the Outside. Her description (laughs) reads, a big window to see what you're missing while in lockdown, decorated with paintings and posters showing memories of happier days. Holy crap. (laughs) Is that hitting different for anybody else? Just me? (laughs) We should check on her. We should. There's been a lot of talk of sourdough starters in our group chat, and there's been so. There's just been a lot of, a lot of yeah, a lot of bread making. I mean, bread. Hair. I bought hair dye, and I've never dyed my hair before. Oh, that's gonna be good. I can't wait to see that. It's burgundy. We'll see how <gasps> it out. That's gonna look so nice. Oh my I gosh! Don't, I don't know how it works, so it's probably gonna be patchy AF. But I actually do it, but. Brad Mondo. Watch Brad Mondo videos. This is my official Brad Mondo shout out. He probably doesn't listen, but Brad, if you do, I love you. Let us know. Mm-hmm. So coming up next, we've got some pretty great content for you. Um, keeping with our uh, competition theme uh, that we kind of kicked off during our draft season. Um Cowplant is actually going to do a favorite townie debate. Um, so they're going to go back and forth and kind of fight for who their favorite townies are. And I mean, you can be sure to hear from Marissa about Eckle Daddy for sure. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know what else to promise. And very soon, I'm not really sure when, but. Team Llama is going to be talking about the Truman Show Challenge. Um, yes. Details to be discussed, determined at a different time. Let me do some shout outs. Okay. This is from Will from Fresno. Hi, Will from Fresno. Hi, Will. It says, fun and informative, exclamation point. This podcast is a real fun listen. Both teams are very enthusiastic and clearly having a great time. I've been playing The Sims on and off since it first came out, and I've learned more about each iteration of the, ga- of the game and The Sims involved in each since I started listening, all while laughing my butt off. Special shout out to the team members working behind the scenes, making these shows so great. Yes, behind the scenes queens. Will, you're the best. Thank you for this five-star rating. Will from Fresno, we appreciate you. Uh, and if any of you listeners want to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, um, that's really the place that helps us get the most play in other podcast vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are so inclined, tell us about it. You can find us on the interwebs. We are Plum Bob Cast on Instagram and Twitter. We are Plum Bob Podcast on Reddit. We are under the Plum Bob Podcast on Facebook and Tumblr. And our website is www.undertheplumbob.com. There's a contact form on there. Or you can email us directly at undertheplumbobpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitch and YouTube, where we provide video content. We're under the Plum Bob in both of those locations. We have a weekly Twitch stream at Saturdays at 11.30 Eastern U.S. time. Both you and me, Melissa, do the Twitch streaming. So yeah, if you we do, do. If you do like us, watch us play games mediocrely. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and there's also an After Dark stream Fridays at 8 p.m. Right now, that's mostly Melly playing Animal Crossing. Uh, she also she plays games with friends, invites people to her island. They play hide and go seek and stuff and tag. It's Aww. fun to watch. It makes me want to play Animal Crossing. You should join us. I don't have join a Switch. And they're hard one. to find. They are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I'm just bummed out every time going like, I should buy, but I cannot find. And then also, our Sim is in Dom. Nuria did 247 on Twitter. Stepped up as our Sims console expert. He has weekly posts on Tumblr at under dash the dash console. You can subscribe, rate, and review us, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. If we're not there, let us know. We will try to go to there. We love to go to there. We want to go to you, always. Everywhere. Um, obviously, it's kind of a weird time, so we're not going to like peddle our merch right now or our Patreon. We're just grateful for you uh, listening and being a part of our conversation. Um, I had a really fun time with with this episode in particular. Um, thank you, Caitlin, for kind of cleaning up my, again, <laughs> word vomit script. Um, that was a lot of copy pasta from the Sims wiki. Got yeah, a Sims lot wiki. of help there. Sims wiki, Our big shout friend. out. Our best friend, major shout out to Trill Sims, Krill Sims 3, Trill Sims 3. The links in the doobly doo. Yeah, it's YouTube. It's a it's a series called Sim Facts, um, and it's it's oh he he calls his followers Krillions or Trillions. I don't know. Sounds like a Star Trek thing. I like it. He's got one hundred sixty four thousand <laughs> subscribers. Like he's got to be doing something right. Um, so thank you. That YouTube video really kind of pulled it all together for me personally. Thank you, um, Shakespeare, for writing the people. Who Maxis referenced? Yes, big ups for Willie Shakes, Shakesy P, as we call him. Um, Sim PE is a third-party program which allows players to view and often work with the package files uh, within The Sims 2. So that's yes. where we got some of that data pulled out from all that lore. It's in also the how Sims people 2. made custom content back in the day. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, oh, so long ago. Um. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for spending this time with us. I mean, honestly, what else are you doing? What else are we doing? <laughs> no, it, we escaped. Everything's fine outside. Um, the zombies uh-huh. are listening. Uh, if we keep saying it, eventually we will actually be let out again. That's my every time. Shout out to our zombie time. listeners. We love you. Um, pl- Maybe you or I are a zombie by the time this comes out. I might already be one. Um, If if you're a zombie listening, don't come for me because my brain is literal mush by now. It's just all Netflix and Animal Crossing and Sims. So, Just me in a hoodie eating a whole thing of ice cream while I watch show after show after show. (laughs) My whole whole hand in a jar of peanut butter pretzels. Ladies and gents and everything in between, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank Thank you you for listening. Thank you all so much. For sticking with us through the many tangents, historical, musical tangents. You love it. You love it. You know you love it. Um, If you're playing the game right now, save save that motherfucker. uh, And stay safe and sane and be kind to yourself. Um, Take a nap. There's no going back to the real world, so our sign-off kind of gets hijacked by... (laughs) 
by the reality of the situation. So save your game, stay safe, wash your hands, um, and keep on simming. We love you. Keep on simming. Bye. Bye. Dag, dag. It was really much ado about nothing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs>